Welcome back to Game Cool Books and our investigation of The Subtle Knife by Philip Pullman. We're joined this time by Guillermo Lariguet, a scholar and researcher at the uh, University of the Littoral in Argentina. He's the vice director of their Center of Investigations on Legal and Social Matters at the National University of Córdoba and an associate professor in ethics and the uh, study of philosophy. Those are my loose translations from his bio on academia, which is where I found this paper. Again, it's in Spanish, but translated would be a brief philosophical examination of the trilogy of Philip Pullman his dark materials. Um, oh, and the word literary appears there as well, the literary trilogy. And that's the main topic of this conversation, um, which was conducted in the form of transmissions that uh, Guillermo was kind enough to send me via the uh, messenger WhatsApp, um, I think, over the summer. And so it's been quite some time since I've gotten these, I'm only just now finally getting around to putting them together and sharing them on the podcast here. I'll allow him to deliver his remarks and I'll interpose some comments of my own from time to time. Um, thanks again to Guillermo and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Wesley. Uh, it is a, a very honor for me uh, and a genuine pleasure to to have the opportunity to talk about the the general topic uh, dubbed the the relation between literature and moral philosophy. In the last years, I did research about precisely of the nature of this relation between between literature and moral philosophy. There are uh, many theses about the, state, the status of, of this relation. My my interests uh, was about, uh, in principle, uh, about to 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 have uh, the the chance to to answer the question about. Uh, if, lit if literature can uh, help moral philosophy in, uh, in a specific sense. Uh, in order to answer this question, my philosophical hypothesis was, uh, in principle, literature can be understood as an experimental thought that, that provides us with uh, many examples of uh, moral topics that moral philosophers uh, were interested in to, in to, to do research. For instance, uh, moral, uh, moral literature or, or, or literature in general can uh, provide examples about moral dilemmas or moral conflicts, the, the role or the presence of moral emotions, uh, 
the presence of moral perception of the of the practical cases that moral agents uh, afford uh, and so on for example if you if you take uh, uh, at uh, the first line the the novels of, of, of Henry James, for example, uh, uh, you can uh, you can see the the huge uh, presence of moral conflict of the characters and and the and the role of of more emotions like compassion uh, or like. Uh, or, or, or like hate, or like hate, uh, or, or, or the way of, or in the, uh, some character hates another. Um, so um, emotions like love, uh, romantic love or, or pacific love, the role of compassion, the role uh, of anguish eh, in the sense of uh, Kierkegaard, and many more emotions um, are the the, 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 the the typical topics that uh, we can uh, identify in literature. Uh, these uh, more emotions or, or, or the presence of moral perception uh, in the sense in the Aristotelian sense, for example, uh, in the in the novels, uh, by Henry James or or another uh, class of, of writers uh, is is a fantastic um, opportunity to uh, to select some experimental thoughts that literature uh, can provide us first of all uh, I am so sorry by my my uh, my answers, um, but my natural uh, and ordinary way to think about philosophy is mostly in Spanish. But I try to to do uh, some effort in order to to answer in English. Uh, so uh, if we if we sum up the the before answer. Uh, we can uh, conclude that literature can't uh, provide provide us uh, experimental thoughts and of course uh, topics uh, uh, topics in order to reflect uh, in a philosophical way in literature we can uh, find uh, many many uh, moral problems like moral responsibility like in Sartre uh, writings uh, more emotions like in Henry James writing uh, for example the problems of moral emotions and the moral conflict in the princess uh, Casamazima uh, of course, uh, in addition, we can find fantastic uh, approaches 
to more problems uh, like in uh, Haruki Murakami, uh, for example, in, in his work uh, Beyond Good and Evil, um, uh, in, in where we, we can uh, encounter characters that are uh, uh, surrounded by uh, fantastic phenomena and uh, the philosophical questions could be in what sense these uh, fantastical phenomena uh, mm, exert some influence in order to, to think more responsibility uh, uh, and so on. So in these introductory remarks, we hear about literature as an experimental material or as an experiment in some sense for philosophy to work upon. Um, examples such as Henry James and his work Princess uh, Casa Massima. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, and Sartre and uh, Haruki Murakami. Again, uh, great authors of various times and places, uh, ones I would never have thought to connect with Philip Pullman's work. Um, I think the spectrum that is sketched out here between philosophy and literature is a somewhat fluid one. Two of the uh, authors mentioned, Henry James and Kierkegaard, seem to me to occupy some sort of a middle ground, or at any rate the threshold between, on the one hand, literature, and on the other, philosophy. And uh, the way that these experiments get worked out and uh, thought about seem to cross back and forth between those two realms. Um, it's an incredibly complex matter to establish when an author is doing philosophy and when an author is doing literature. But I think that this framework of reflection from one to the other might be a useful one um, to draw upon um, as we're trying to research and share what we find in these uh, stories and in these investigations. There is a, another sense in which literature could be an important insight uh, or input in the conceptual analysis um, uh, of moral philosophy. I think now in, in the topic of moral imagination, uh, in the analog sense of, uh, or in the similar sense of Martha Nussbaum or William Boyd White, uh, and other thinkers or, or philosophers, uh, since mostly since uh, of uh, of the works of Immanuel Kant, uh, the philosophers um, uh, the philosophers 
value uh, very much the, the importance and the nature and the problems uh, caused or, uh, or placed by moral imagination. And the literature is the, is the good example of, of, of moral imagination. Think, uh, for instance, in Ian McEwan and um, uh, his novel uh, about the about the moral conflicts in 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 in, in this uh, work. Uh, sorry, uh, I'm thinking now in the Children Act. Uh, uh, this is the the case of. Uh, um, of uh, witness of of Jehovah um, that uh, uh, must to to resolve the moral dilemma if uh, if in in what sense uh, the the judge uh, uh, can interfere uh, in the conception of life of of the character of of, of the main character of. Uh, 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 of this is the type of religion. No? Uh, so uh, then, uh, moral philosophers ca we, we can improve uh, uh, their moral imagination uh, uh, in order to to try to answer moral uh, difficult questions. If you if you pay attention to to the the critical of judgment in in, in the, the 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 philosophical work of, by by Immanuel Kant, we we could uh, um, identify the the role of moral imagination that is to make uh, present uh, uh, some things that are absent. Uh, uh, in, in some time, uh, um, but but uh, if if uh, we we indeed uh, we can um, uh, try to 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 get uh, another insights of of literature, uh, we realized that uh, there is. Uh, Another important philosophical problem around literature that is the, the play of moral truth. If literature, the accurate way to uh, to get some moral truth, uh, in what sense we can understand the nature of moral truth? What is moral truth? Uh, uh, and so on. And in addition, <clears throat> we could try to, to uh, find another important problem for moral philosophy uh, that uh, we can uh, extract uh, from, from literature. One of these uh, problems is uh, about, uh, for example, uh, if literature can help us uh, in order to educate uh, our moral emotions. 
is it possible to educate moral emotions or moral emotions uh, are simply natural uh, dispositions or more emotions are in addition uh, cultural or normative dispositions like for example virtues in the aristotelian theory of of ethics if if we remember the nicomachean ethics aristotle uh, holds that virtues are a special um, educated uh, dispositions that permit to, to moral agents to resolve moral dilemmas. Um, for example, and the, the most important case is the phronesis mm, or, or the prudence in the, Latins, in the Latin sense. Uh, and if, if we come back to, for example, the literature uh, written by um, Henry James, mm, we, we effectively identify the, the presence of virtues, vices, and moral perceptions that are uh, start topics in the um, Nicomachean ethics. So then we come to one main topic of moral imagination. I guess it's worked out primarily by Martha Nussbaum, a recent, even contemporary philosopher. I have to say I'm not familiar with much of recent philosophy and, well, not with a lot of old philosophy either, since we hear about Kant and his critique of judgment. Um, that's another one I haven't read, although I have heard of it, um, obviously would be fundamental to a study of uh, a question such as uh, is presented in Ian McEwan's novel, The Children Act, um, where there's a, a kind of judge interfering in the, uh, in, in the uh, character's uh, problems. I'm not, again, I'm not familiar with that novel, so I have a hard time speaking to that example. Um, but the general idea here of trying to gain insight into moral truths by use of the imagination, by entering in uh, sort of with compassion and with the emotions that we see portrayed in the stories seems true to me, seems right. And I think to the question whether literature can help in developing moral emotions, uh, moral imagination, that also seems like it must be the case, um, it, at least insofar as it would develop for us a, a shared stock of, of examples uh, to draw upon of stories that we're familiar with and ways of talking about these kinds of problems um, when they come up in, in reality as well. Um, the uh, question of whether these to have uh, a natural, a cultural, a normative component, um, again, there seems to be a kind of spectrum there, and uh, fixing the exact limits of which would be difficult, if not impossible, but certainly there, there has to be some aspect of um, 
shared experience, which we might as well call natural, and some aspect of what's learned and what's uh, enculturated, which, which would come in the cultural or normative side of things. The, uh, the work of Ethics by Aristotle is one I have read a few times and, and can highly recommend to anyone interested in uh, finding a way into these topics. Uh, he provides uh, the example of prudence um, being uh, important in, in, this, in the work of uh, Henry James. Um, again, I haven't read enough of Henry James. I can't, uh, I can't come back with an example there. Um, but certainly a, uh, a little remarked-upon virtue anymore. Uh, prudence has a kind of old-fashioned sound to it, though the thing itself is no less important than it was in Aristotle's or Henry James's time. At the last, uh, the other philosophical question uh, about literature, if it's a literature must and can replace philosophy and concretely moral philosophy. Uh, for example, this is the, the thesis that Richard Rorty maintains in uh, his work, um, Contingency, Irony um, and Solidarity, in where he sustains that literature um, uh, has the most important skills that allow us to, 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 to talk with, with uh, another persons and to empathize and to have compassion and to understand in, in the emotional way the importance, for example, of uh, moral rights or human rights. And uh, this, is, this thesis is, is a strong thesis because um, defends the possibility and the need to, to replace uh, totally philosophy and the philosophical discourse and the philosophical argumentation and the raw, uh, logical relations and, and the conceptual analysis by hmm, the skills and the elements of literature. But I think that this thesis is uh, very strong and um, doesn't capture our philosophical intuitions about the properly nature of philosophy. Philosophy, in my opinion, is uh, a discourse, a, a, some class of discourse, uh, a, a, some type of uh, an conceptual analysis uh, that uh, in, 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 in which uh, the importance uh, is the, the importance of our task uh, or tasks as philosopher is to argue uh, uh, in a properly manner to in order to give um, good reasons uh, for accepting uh, thesis, conceptual thesis or normative thesis uh, 
And this uh, exercise of, 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 of the thought cannot be replaced by literature. Uh, at the contrary, literature, literature can uh, exert uh, another type of help that uh, in, uh, that as I sustained is is about the the provide with uh, experimental thoughts to to um, to to give uh, some insights about moral truth or, or some moral truth in order to uh, can uh, develop uh, our moral imagination uh, and so on but the literature cannot and and must not replace uh, philosophy in the sense uh, understood uh, before. Uh, for example, uh, one of my my works, some works of mine, like my my paper about the trilogy uh, by Philip Pullman, mm, the Golden Compass, uh, is. Uh, a good opportunity that I tried to to show uh, the good opportunity to think about, for example, uh, uh, the problem, the classical problem uh, around the relation, the 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 relation between uh, religion and public sphere. This is the, the, the classical problem, for example, for, for, moral, for moral or political liberalism, uh, but it's the problem with uh, uh, a long story, a long, sorry, a long history, a long history uh, in, the, in, the, in the philosophy. Because if we come back to the, to the works of Locke, to the works of uh, Baudin, Spinoza, uh, Montaigne, uh, uh, etc., uh, and so on, uh, we can uh, we can identify that the problem of uh, about the relationship between religion and public sphere is is the problem about if religion, uh, in a legitimately way, in in a, genuine way can interfere with the 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 argument that we must offer in a public arena or in a political arena this is uh, one of the most important problems that uh, lies in my opinion in in the trilogy of pullman the golden compass because is is uh, an is a fiction is a fiction uh, about the the Christian Church that uh, interferes constantly or frequently in the in the public uh, or the political life. Um, so, uh, in this sense, the, the 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 work of Pullman, the right to Pullman, Philip Pullman, is, uh, uh, digamos, uh, a fantastic. Uh, opportunity to to reflect about the relation between religion 
and political arena. And my thesis uh, in this in this mentioned paper was a liberal thesis, uh, very similar or very close to to Martha Nussbaum's work, the political emotions. I, I refer to political emotions, uh, in which uh, sense that uh, a political arena must be um, set apart of uh, substantive uh, religious arguments. This is, of course, a complex discussion. We can uh, remember now the discussion between John Rawls and his political liberalism and the most uh, complex interpretation uh, um, by Jürgen Habermas uh, in the sense that uh, the liberals must allow uh, some uh, place for religious uh, arguments because if we 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 don't this uh, we we can experiment some uh, moral loss because uh, possibly uh, the moral or the the religious arguments can um, can capture some moral truth, and this moral truth uh, must be introduced by the way of these arguments. But the the problem with uh, religion uh, in the liberal perspective is the problem, after all, of tolerance and the importance of tolerance in uh, societies that are divided by plural and conflicted and eventually incommensurable conceptions of life, of, of good life. So the, the, the work of Phil Pullman, Golden Compass, is a, a good experimental thought uh, that permit to think about this topic. Okay, many thanks for your attention and I'm so sorry again for my, uh, my English version of, of the answers. Now I think the topic of literature and philosophy is illuminated pretty nicely in the paper on Philip Pullman that uh, led me to get in touch with Guillermo in the first place. Um, he takes pains to sort of provide a, a reading of the trilogy with respect to philosophy of, uh, of law and politics, as well as uh, some commentary upon the metaphor of the dark material or, or dust that's at the heart of the story. Um, the way that that can be read as analogous to the person of God in the Christian religion and the ways in which that person and that religion are critiqued in Pullman's work and perhaps uh, can, can lead us to try to find some new understanding of their place in society as well. Um, the names Rorty 
and Rawls um, mean less to me than Locke and Spinoza and Montaigne do. Um, again, uh, I, I've heard of them, but can't say that I've read their work. Uh, I do like the idea that an important theme in Pullman is the role of religion in the public sphere. It's really not the approach that I've taken to reading the work, which I've tried to focus more on the development of individual characters and not looked as much at the society or the politics that are at play. Um, I think there's some evidence that those things are actually treated more as sort of um, ornaments rather than the central elements of the story. Uh, thinking of the political machinations of Mrs. Coulter and Lord Boreal, which are largely in the background in the book, um, since we're seeing things from Lyra's perspective. Um, but I think that, yes, with hindsight and with a, a more adult perspective reading, you can, you can see a lot of the uh, importance of politics and religion um, in that sort of social side of things. There, um, there is a point at which I think we would definitely agree, which is that these stories are um, aimed at uh, promoting tolerance and uh, morals in, in some uh, general sense, that uh, there might be something that's lost when religious arguments are not given a place in public discourse, and that... Um, the role of fiction and seeking moral truth is a, a very important way in which religious discourse does still have a place in modern contemporary society and, and uh, discussions. So I find that to be a, a incredibly stimulating um, and unexpected approach to Pullman. Um, I've only just begun to read work by scholars uh, working outside of the uh, English-speaking world. And so um, I, I really appreciate and, uh, and am grateful for uh, Guillermo taking the time to uh, reply to my, my questions and uh, send me his thoughts. I hope that uh, if you're interested, you'll seek out this paper. I'll post a link to it. And um, I can offer further uh, rough translations uh, if anyone is interested. Um, of course, uh, I'll have to get Guillermo's permission before I do any uh, large-scale translation of this work. But uh, I hope that it finds a, a more of an audience, and I hope that it um, inspires people to go and read in some of this philosophical, and literary material uh, that uh, forms the context for um, Pullman's story. So again, thanks to Guillermo. Um, I have not uh, been able to <laughs> answer in Spanish uh, much as I might have liked to, um, but I will again... Uh, uh, send you the 
link to that that uh, essay if you are interested in taking a look. Um, thanks for listening. Take care.